0: All right, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they are trash human beings, and everybody knows it. You know, they had this meeting yesterday about uh, Trump's withdrawal from Syria. And to say it didn't go well is probably the understatement of the year. And so they went out and they cried about it at the stakeout at the White House. Trump is a monster for pulling out of Syria. And they are complete fools. And to double down on making peace in the Middle East, Mike Pence announced a deal with Turkey to impose a ceasefire, to end the conflict between the Kurds and Turkey. And they're like, a ceasefire? That's nuts. They need to be at war forever. That's the way it's always been. The president can't change that. And they can't figure out why the president's approval rating is not in free fall. You wanna know why? It's because you people are complete and utter jokes who still have no idea why did Trump win? Why? Because you are out of touch and you refuse to acknowledge it. All right, so if you're a fan of the White House Brief, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel by hitting that bell, by hitting the notification bell. Quickly want to tell you about who our sponsor is. It is stamps.com, stamps.com. All right, no one really has time to go to the post office, right? I mean, if you're running a business, for instance, you're busy, which means you don't have time for all of the traffic and all of the parking and all of the lugging, all of your mail and packages. And that is probably why you need Stamps.com. Stamps.com is one of the most popular, time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com, it eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't get at the post office and stamps.com brings all of the amazing services of the U.S. post office right to your computer. So if you're like me and you're like, what, I have to, I have to send letters, I have to put postage on it. You can use stamps.com or, you know, you're a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Well, stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail anywhere you want to send. And then you just drop it in the mailbox. And stamps.com lets you send any letter, any package, any class of mail anywhere. It gives you five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. It's a no-brainer. It saves you time, saves you money, and that's why 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com right now. So my listeners, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. So go to stamps. And then you click the microphone at the top. So when you go to stamps.com, you're going to see a microphone. Click that microphone on the homepage and then you type in WHB stamps.com. Go there now. Click the microphone and enter WHB. All right. So if it were up to the Democrats, if we're up to them, we would have stayed in northern Syria, maintaining the status quo of death and destruction forever. And Chuck and Nancy threw their little tantrum at the White House because, you know what, they're obsessed with committing our troops to die in Syria. Democratic leaders say they stormed out of the White House after President Trump pounced on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. When he started calling uh, Speaker Pelosi a third-rate politician. I said, I wish you were a politician, Mr. President. Never have I seen a president treat so disrespectfully a co-equal branch of the government of the United States. Go ahead, we witnessed on, on the part of the yeah. president was a meltdown. Sad to say. So that tells you all you need to know. Oh, sad to say, I wish you were a politician, Mr. President. I wish you were a politician, because then you'd know how to play these games with us. You know, these games where we tell the American people one thing and then we laugh and laugh, ha, 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 as we do a completely other thing and lie to their faces and never actually accomplish the thing that we told the american people that we do i wish you were more of a politician who didn't actually use your power to accomplish what you said you'd do i wish you were a phony pile of crap like we are mr president i wish you were more of a politician i mean if you didn't think they were idiots just in it for the show before now you know it's true because while they were crying to the cameras at the stakeout at the White House while they were playing their dramatics to the cameras, Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo were in Turkey negotiating a ceasefire between Turkey and the Kurds in Northern Syria. Today, the United States and Turkey have agreed to a ceasefire in Syria. The Turkish side will pause Operation Peace Spring in order to allow for the withdrawal of YPG forces from the safe zone for 120 hours. All military operations under Operation Peace Spring will be paused, and Operation Peace Spring will be halted entirely on completion of the withdrawal. Yesterday, the House had just passed a bipartisan resolution condemning Mr. Trump's abrupt decision to pull troops from Syria, and lawmakers were supposed to be discussing the deteriorating military situation there with the president, but top Democrats left the meeting early. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said the president insulted House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in a nasty diatribe. Afterwards, Pelosi said of the president, we have to pray for his health because this was a very serious meltdown. Oh, we have to pray for his health nancy pelosi we have to pray for donald trump's health because your your mental state nancy pelosi is just fine right uh 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 uh, uh, uh yeah yes 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 uh uh mr president my enormous uh 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 incisors chomp 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 chomping away i got them from the doctor it's very important mr president that if uh uh, uh we have to make it away you must make, oh, what is this, a room? Am I in a room? What? Or is it a ballroom? Because that's not a way to okay government. And that's my, f- 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 my final word as speaker, as spoken. Gavel. Yeah, but the president is the one who needs prayers for his mental health. Okay, Nancy Pelosi. And believe it or not, All of these television hosts who pretend to be experts spouting off about the Kurds over the last few days have been doing so without knowing any details. They don't know anything. So here's why the ceasefire is such a big deal, because you've got these innocent Kurds in northern Syria. The problem is that the area where they live is controlled by the PKK. You might have seen that name thrown around and the pkk is a kurdish marxist militia and the pkk loves communism and they love to start trouble and although the obama barack is that obama administration attempted to convince us otherwise those people are not our allies the pkk uses us so that we'll give them weapons but they don't really like us, all right, because they're commies. They're commies who kill a lot of people and they use suicide bombers, and sometimes they attack Turkey. And that is exactly why Turkey considers them to be terrorists. So I I don't know, if they consider them to be terrorists, that might be why Turkey hates them. And so as soon as we pulled our troops out of that area, Turkey felt like they needed to roll in and attack the Kurds, lest they open themselves up to more violence and i don't purport i've said this before i don't pretend to be an expert on this issue you know you have so many people who sit up here and they pretend to be foreign policy experts but they're really just a moron in a dress at cnn reading a script oh well donald trump has uh, tilted the global axis and as a geopolitical expert who uh, who, who went on a wikipedia this morning i can say that abandoning the kurds is unilaterally a disastrous decision that will irreparably damage our alliances and throw our foreign policy into unmitigated chaos and i can say that because i am an anchor but you know what i've talked to a bunch of experts who actually say no this is actually the right move because these groups are not likely going to end their fighting anytime soon and what was our mission what was our mission there well the mission was to defeat isis so job well done they did it isis has been obliterated their cities are are glass and most of their people are dead so if they ever decide uh, to try building a caliphate in that area ever again, yeah, we can bomb them from nearby. So after we moved out of Northern Syria, what happened is Turkey moved in to eliminate what they saw as a threat. And Turkey would be responsible for killing a number of innocent people caught in the middle, which uh, you know would be no bueno. So now we have what would be a buffer zone that will end the conflict. And that's what was announced today By the vice president and at the end of the day i just don't want our troops call me crazy slaughtered in the midnight air and i think most americans agree with me and that's why we want a president like trump to make bold moves to risk upsetting the status quo because it's worth it in order to end these drawn-out conflicts You wonder why none of this impeachment nonsense is having an effect on the president's poll numbers. I don't know. Could it possibly be because most Americans agree with him? Bloomberg is out there saying Trump's approval rating is holding up. But why? Uh, Because many of the things he's doing are actually very popular with the American people, like putting an end to war. And I, like a lot of Americans I know, do not enjoy war and therefore i want to bring the troops home i want peace i want wars to end i want men and women abroad to be able to come home and raise their kids and love their children and see their wives and their husbands and enjoy all of the amazing things this country has to offer and of course certain deployments are necessary but that shouldn't be the status quo And for many families, it has become that. Oh, yes, we have a son fighting off in Afghanistan. How many times do you hear that from people? We have a son off in Afghanistan. Doing what? We have a son off in Iraq. Doing what? We have a son off in Syria. Doing what? He's putting his life on the line for these savages. ISIS is gone. Trump defeated them. And now at a certain point, We have to pull out and resume a foreign policy that consists of defeating our enemies when we have to and not building nations because we want to. I know a lot of Americans share my sentiments on this because this is what Trump espoused when he ran for president and he won in a landslide. And he's actually fulfilling that promise. And it's pissing a lot of people off, but you're not pissing a lot of people off if you're not doing that, you're not doing anything worthwhile. You're pissing the right people off. And Nancy Pelosi saying, I wish he'd be, I wish she would be more of a politician because then we wouldn't actually have to deal with getting anything done is all the evidence you need to know that Washington does not care about accomplishing anything. They wanna operate as business as usual and Donald Trump was literally elected to destroy that. All right, if there's one good thing about the absolutely disgraceful, painfully embarrassing way that the NBA has treated the China controversy that's embroiled them, it's that the American people at least are now aware of how the true threat to our prosperity is China. You know, they have their long-term plan, China does, to become the dominant world power, and because of the NBA, we can now see that our corporate overlords, in America are totally on board with that and are willing to help them accomplish that. But the NBA is not the only guilty party. The NBA is not the only guilty organization. Hollywood has been changing their movies for years. Why? Because they wanna cater to the Chinese government in pursuit of those coveted Chinese dollars. And each year, China only allows 34 Hollywood movies to be seen in their theaters, and the competition is, is very fierce, right? So these movie companies, they bend over backwards to suck up to the ChaiComs to appease the regime. Does anyone remember that horrible, awful movie? It was called Red Dawn, and it was a remake, and it was with Thor and the guy from Hunger Games. Does anyone remember that? instead of Russia coming over to invade America, it was North Korea. And you're like, what? what? What's going on here? North Korea invading the United States? I don't think so. I don't think so. Didn't make sense. It was not believable at all. And that's because the original villain was supposed to be China. China was the evil country that invades the United States. But then the script, uh, the, the script leaked and the chinese state controlled media agency global times exclaimed their extreme displeasure they said quote u.s reshoots cold war movie to demonize china so the production company hired people to go through (coughs) and digitally alter a film that was already complete in order to please china and after all of that they were still denied access to the market There are tons and tons of examples of giant blockbuster movies that you probably had no idea were manipulated into adopting pro-China sentiments. The U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission released a report in 2015 called Directed by Hollywood, Edited by China, How China's Censorship and Influence Affects Film Worldwide detailing the disturbing influence China has on American entertainment companies. The internal debates within film studios over how and when to alter a movie or script extend beyond the direct dictates of Chinese censors. However, US filmmakers self-censor scenes, dialogue, images, and themes they fear will jeopardize their film's chance of receiving Chinese approval for import. So remember the movie Gravity? Remember the space movie Gravity with Sandra Bullock and she gets like trapped in space and she's got this big hit and well, it was a big explosion and it was a big smash hit in China for reasons you probably didn't even think about when watching it. Why was it a big hit in China? Well, how did she get back to Earth? A stranded astronaut saves herself by utilizing a fictional state-of-the-art Chinese space station and lands on Earth in a Chinese space capsule. The film went on to grow 71 million in China, 10% of its worldwide total gross, and 16% of its total foreign gross. So they invented an amazing Chinese space program to come to the rescue of the stranded American astronaut. Just wonderful. Basically Chinese propaganda. And there are tons of movies that have self-censored or changed themselves in some way to try to work their way into China. Looper, this movie, changed a scene originally meant to take place in France to Shanghai. A movie, you know, Skyfall, another movie, was partially shot in Shanghai and they removed a scene where a Chinese security guard is killed by James Bond. Iron Man 3 changed the whole backstory of the villain, the Mandarin, into someone who is not even Chinese and cast a Chinese actor, cast Chinese actors for an additional scene that they cut into the version to be shown in China. Mission Impossible 3 shot in Shanghai, but then they cut out some of those scenes because it showed a bunch of clotheslines. Even though many people in Shanghai do not have clothes dryers, the government didn't wanna portray Shanghai in that way. Pixels, that terrible Adam Sandler movie, they removed a scene where the Great Wall of China is destroyed. Now, it does happen where some movies just can't make it work, so they say, okay, but we're gonna have to sit this one out. For instance, the movie Captain Phillips, where Tom Hanks is on the ship that gets taken over by Somali pirates, couldn't get access to China. Captain Phillips' executive identified the tone of the film as a source of discomfort for censors, particularly the big military machine of the US saving one US citizen. China would never do the same and in no way would want to promote this idea. So you can have fake elements that suggest China is superior to America, like in Gravity, or not a threat at all, like in Red Dawn, or it has a promising future, like in the movie Looper. But you absolutely cannot tell the truth about America, that we do have a superior military, and that it will be used to save our citizens from thugs around the world. Okay, got it. One of the biggest exports of the United States is our entertainment industry. So what does that say that American entertainment companies are producing products that intentionally seek to please the Chinese and present them in a dishonest yet very positive light? Oh, yeah, these dictators, these communists are actually not that bad. And, you know, to be honest, it's an absolutely brilliant move on China's part and we're being played for fools by them. You know, on China's part, dangle your billion person market while only opening yourselves up to 34 movies per year in order to get the greatest culture producing machine in the world to make movies that flatter you to be shown around the world. So we're becoming, if not already, a Chinese propaganda machine. So Americans need to wake up on this. LeBron James, are you listening? This is not good, to say the least. And the reason these companies need the Chinese market so badly is because they keep producing more and more expensive crap every year, and they know the only shot they have at recouping those costs is to get the movie into the Chinese markets. So how do you fight it? Well, in 1983, there were about 50 companies that had control of 90% of the media. Today, that number is five, all right? Five companies control most of the media in this country. So I don't know, if four of them want to suck up to China, isn't that a problem? Doesn't that sound like a problem to you? You know, as conservatives, of course, we believe in a free market, but there has to be some kind of regulation. And that was the, that was the whole debate at our founding. That was the whole discussion they had. We had the Articles of Confederation, and they said, okay, well, that's, uh, that's a little too little regulation. That's not gonna work. So as conservatives, we do believe in some sort of regulation. And when you end up with these massive companies that will happily sell us down the river to win over China, that's a problem. That's not a free market. That is a slave market. So they need to be broken up. And we are all for doing that here on the White House Brief. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.